somebody ought to take about 30 seconds on this Tuesday night and open your mouth and declare I have no reason to fear. Come on, I dare you to open up your mouth, lift up your hands and shout in this place. You ought to just go ahead and shout until every spirit of fear has to back up off of you. You ought to take about 30 seconds and shout until every devil of fear has to bust for the... Come on, somebody give him a praise in this place. Hallelujah. Anybody excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? Is there anybody excited to be in the house of the Lord tonight? David said in Psalm 27 and 1, he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I love it. David had something on the inside of him uh, that had already made up in his mind. Uh, It doesn't matter how bad it is. Uh, It doesn't matter how big it is. Uh, It doesn't matter how dark it is. Uh, I've already made it up in my mind uh, that there is nothing uh, that will cause me uh, to fear. Uh, Of whom uh, shall I be? Whom shall I fear? And I love it because he told us exactly why he could say that. He said, uh, the Lord is the strength uh, of my life. Uh, Of whom shall I be uh, afraid? Uh, When you know the Lord is the strength of your life, uh, you have no reason to fear. Uh, One more time, I dare you to put those hands together uh, and make that declaration. Somebody ought to shout in the face of your mountain. Uh, Somebody ought to shout in the face uh, of your opposition. Uh, Somebody ought to shout uh, right over the top of your scenario. Uh, I have no reason to... I remember reading one time in a a very... A deep academic book. The author penned the words something like, we're not afraid of the big bad wolf. Something like that. I think it was a deep theological writer. We're not afraid of the big bad wolf. Before they ever penned the little kid story, uh, we had scripture to tell us uh, that we, we didn't have anything to be afraid. The devil goes about as a roaring lion, uh, seeking whom he may devour, uh, but we're not afraid. Uh, I said, we're not afraid uh, of the big battle. Uh, my God, I death. Some of y'all, if some of y'all don't calm down, you might get a little crazy on Tuesday night. 
Some of y'all acting like you still got the victory from Sunday. Uh, some of you are acting like uh, you're still walking in victory uh, two days after your breakthrough. Uh, some of you are dancing uh, like you got the devil under your... Can we just sing a little bit of it? My dance will cross Satan. Let me sing it, y'all. What you say? Help me sing my dance. Where's he at? What you gonna say about it? Come on, say it. Shout it one more time. I got victory. Come on. Uh, I got victory. Let me hear you. Let me hear you shout it out. 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 Now somebody give him a praise in this place. I know it's Tuesday night, uh, but tell your neighbor, give me a little bit of room. Uh, I gotta give him a praise in the middle of the week. Uh, give me a little room, I gotta give him a praise. Uh, hey, uh, hey, I got the victory. Let me hear you. I got victory. I got victory. I got victory. Hey, I give you glory. I give you praise. Cause the enemy. If you believe it, shout one more time. Because you got the victory tonight. Hey ho. Hey ho. Devil, you've got to go. Tell your neighbor I've been in some fights And like the preacher said on Sunday I got some scars But they're not scars of defeat They're scars of victory Oh if you got them give him one more shout of praise you see that scar, devil? Uh, it's just another reminder of another victory. Uh, you see that scar over here? Uh, it's just another reminder uh, of when God brought me through. Uh, of when God brought me over. Uh, of when he made a way out of no way. Uh, hey! One more time, put those hands together and give him a shout of praise. Quit playing. 
on, somebody give him one more praise in this place. Come on, I need you to shout uh, until somebody sitting on their living room uh, furniture uh, has to get up out of their seat uh, and give him a praise. Praise him uh, until somebody fighting depression uh, that's watching the live stream uh, feels the liberty of the Holy Ghost. My God, I feel like somebody's ready to counterpunch the devil tonight. Uh, I feel like somebody's been in a fight uh, and you got your chance right now uh, to let the redeemed of the Lord praise him. Uh, come on. Uh, let the high praise uh, of God be in their mouth uh, and a two-edged sword in their hand. calm down it's Tuesday night y'all gotta settle down it's midweek service y'all gotta settle down we got guests in the building tonight y'all gotta behave yourself we Somebody ought to just go ahead and run the aisles, why don't you? Somebody ought to just go ahead and dance, why don't you? Somebody ought to go ahead and just... Hey! Hey! trying to act calm I, I, I'm trying to be dignified I, 
I'm trying to just but it's like fire should have been shut up in my boat I had to stay quiet at work all day I had to stay quiet at the school all day long but baby I was glad when they said unto me let us go to the house I've been waiting for this moment I've been waiting for this service I've been waiting for the waters to stir I've been waiting for the wind to blow I think we ought to rejoice right back at you. I think we ought to rejoice. We prayed Sunday. I got a phone call from Brother Albadassin that, that they called and they didn't know what was going on with his mom. They thought she had had a stroke, had her in ICU. They took off up there. They ran a bunch of tests, came back. She had no stroke. They couldn't find any damage in the body. I don't think they have an explanation yet for what's going on that I'm aware. I got an explanation. I know exactly what happened. When God's people pray, something happens when I call his name. Something happens when I... week uh, a stubborn was baptized in Jesus name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost Sunday morning April was baptized in Jesus name uh, and filled with the Holy Ghost uh, Sunday night Amanda was baptized in Jesus name anybody grateful to be a part of revival tonight Just remain standing where you're at as we prepare for the word of the Lord tonight. I want to say what a privilege it is. Just remain where you're at. Stay in worship. Stay in this mode. We got one of the sons of thunder about to come. Just y'all just stay right where you're at. But we're so grateful for everything that the Lord is doing in this house for all of our guests. Would you help me give a great big hand clap for all of our guests that are here? Come on, we can do a little bit better than that. Help me make some noise. To all of our guests that are here, we, we apologize for being so laid back tonight. We promise if you hang tight, we'll try to pick it up just a little bit. But we're so glad to have you in the house of the Lord with us tonight. So good to have the Smith family with us tonight all the way from Memphis, Tennessee. Would you help give them a great big warm welcome? How many of you were absolutely blessed by the ministry of Pastor Mendoza on Sunday? I must have gotten a dozen
text messages, uh, direct messages from all over the country when they looked at the live stream. They said, who's that guy? They said, is, is he a Williamsite? He said, he looked like he, looked like he your twin brother. Preaching like you, almost looks like what? I told y'all I adopted him, him and his brothers, my brothers last year. <laughs> my last name is Mendoza Williams. His last name is Williams Mendoza. But we are so honored. God did such amazing things here on Sunday, and it is such a privilege to have them with us again tonight. And isn't it amazing to have First Lady Mendoza with us in the house? This is an incredible woman of God and uh, such a special touch of God on her life. And uh, I, I think uh, she's going to greet us in just a moment or whatever they feel in the Holy Ghost. But I, I, I want to know if you came ready tonight with expectation in you. I, I didn't come to play games. Uh, I didn't come to look at your new Gucci purse uh, or your Prada shoe. I didn't come to look at your cute hairdo uh, or none of those things. That Baby, I came because uh, I need a blessing from God tonight. Uh, I need a breakthrough in my family tonight. Uh, I need a miracle in my man. Come on. Uh, if that's how you feel tonight, I want you to lift your hands uh, and open up your mouth and give God uh, a great big praise as Pastor and First Lady Mendoza come tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, everybody. I said, praise the Lord, everybody. How many know that the Lord is a mighty good God? Somebody shout, he's mighty. Amen. We are so thankful. Amen. Amen, my brother that stood here. Amen. We appreciate him. Amen. We are so honored to be him. And I want to take this moment, amen, to have my wife come, amen, to greet you all. Amen. We receive her with the warm hand clap, amen. Praise the Lord, Rock Church. Woo! We are victorious, right? We have the victory. We are not defeated people. We don't walk around with our heads down, discouraged. But we walk around with our heads up, elevated above our enemies, knowing that God is our defender, our protector. He is our refuge in time of need. He is our provider when we don't got nothing. He is the source and strength of our life. We lack nothing when we have God on our side. And I want to tell you this one thing, Rock. This place is victorious. God is getting ready to do mighty things in this place. And all you have to do is be prepared and keep faith in you. And I know that God is going to do something mighty. Amen. In Psalm 61, it says, hear my cry, O God. Attend to my prayers. From the ends of the earth do I cry. And when my heart is weak and when my heart faileth, lead me to the rock that is stronger, that is greater than I. That's this place for you all. When you are weak, when you're discouraged, when you feel like you have no hope. As long as you can get to the rock, as long as you can get to the place of refuge, as long as you can get to here and give God praise and give God worship. Oh, there's no devil in hell that can keep you defeated. You're already victorious. Walk in victory, my brothers and sisters. We are established and founded on the rock, the foundation. We are, we are founded on his word. And when you are founded on the rock and on the word, there is nothing that can shake you. There is nothing that can discourage you. There is nothing that can uproot you. There is nothing that can remove you. 
all that you can get every time you enter into these doors of refuge. Soak it all up. Don't sit there with your hands down and your feet tied. Make sure you grab all that you can get. Amen. I love you, Bishop. I love you. Sister Barbara, let me tell you something. You have a beautiful, mighty woman of God. Her spirit like none other. And we clicked on so many levels. I, it's amazing. But I want to tell you all, you have some beautiful, beautiful keepers of your home. Protect them. Elevate them. Uplift them. Keep them encouraged. Raise up their hands. And when you do that, God sends out the blessing. I love you. Thank you for your hospitality, your love. Thank you for all that you've done for us. We have ATC back at home that's all watching and tuning in with you guys. All of them, they watch you on Sunday. We love you. We pray for you. God bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and clap your hands unto the Lord. For the Lord is worthy to be praised. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Once again, we are so grateful and delighted, amen, to be here with you all. You are such wonderful people. Amen. And the hospitality, amen, the food, amen, that, that was served, all the things that you have done, amen. We are so grateful, amen. I guess this is Florida hospitality, amen, at its best, the Rock Church at its best. And we appreciate the Williams family, amen, so very much. As we talked, there were so many similarities, amen, with me and your pastor, amen, our testimonies and all these things. And the spirit of this church is just like the spirit of our church. Amen. It is a revival. Look at your neighbor and tell him we're on revival. Tell him we ain't waiting for revival. We're on revival right now. The spirit of the Lord is in this place. Somebody shout hallelujah. Amen. And we're thankful. Amen. For everything. Amen. And we are one more time here to preach God's word. Amen. And I want to draw your attention to Joel chapter 2 and verse 1. And then Psalm chapter 33, verse 3. I want to read those two portions of Scripture, but then I want to go back to Joel chapter 2 and verse 1. And I want to preach to you what the Lord has laid in my spirit, what I feel in my heart, amen. And I preach to you as a body of people, not so much as uh, you yourself, but a message that would be for the body for this particular church. That there is nothing that can stop you when you are united in prayer and in fasting and consecration to God. There is no wall that can come down. Amen. God is before you. And if God is before you, God shall fight for you and do the work. Somebody shout hallelujah. In Joel chapter 2 verse 1, it says, Blow ye the trumpet in Zion. And sound an alarm in my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble. For the day of the Lord cometh. For it is nigh and at hand. Somebody say it is now. And then Psalm chapter 33 verse 3 it says. Sing unto him a new song. Play skillfully with a loud noise. How many appreciate your musicians and song singers? Come on, give God a big hand praise for them. How many brought a song and a shout and a dance with you today? 
We didn't come empty-handed, but we come ready to bless the mighty name of the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. One more time back to the first verse when it says, Blow ye trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm. In my holy mountain, let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the, for the day of the Lord cometh, for it is nigh at hand. I want to focus your attention when it says sound the alarm. For a moment, I want to preach to you upon this subject, the sound of the church. The sound of the church. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I have a sound. And I brought my sound with me today. We have a sound, a sound of the mighty house of God. We are the church, all powerful and mighty. Somebody shout hallelujah. Can you lift up your hands and just worship and go before the Lord in prayer right now? Come on, lift up your voices just for 30 more seconds and begin to ask God to speak to you. Ask God to move inside of your soul. Tell God and fill me and shake me. Move me, God, and break me. Do it all over again tonight, God. Come on, you got 20 more seconds. Tell the Lord right now. Somebody shout hallelujah. Ah, oh, the music died down and you died down. When the music dies down, you got to still keep it up. You still got to. Because your praise has to be real. It can't depend upon anything else. You got to walk in with the praise in your soul. Because you ain't always going to have a drum and an organ. But you can always have a worship. You can always have a praise. And is there somebody here that can say I brought a praise and a worship inside of my soul. If that's you, give God a shout of glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The sound of the church. God bless you. You may be seated, amen, in the house of the Lord. As you sit down, look over at your neighbor and tell him you look lovely today, amen. Tell him you smell good too. It must be the blessings of the Lord. The sound of the church. It is here that I preach to you as a people that united together that God can do great things, and that God shall and he is doing great things. We are not waiting for things to happen, but things are happening now. Now believe in the power of what you say. The more you say that God will, it pushes it back even further. But if you can change your vocabulary and start saying God is doing it now. God is making a way now. God is delivering now. God is restoring now. God is saving now. God is moving now. God is delivering now. I'm not waiting till tomorrow. I'm not waiting till next Sunday. But today God is doing it. And today God is saving. And I made up my mind. I will not wait tomorrow till I see it. But I see it moving now. I see it happening now. If that's you, shout hallelujah. Come on, clap your hands and shout hallelujah. And it is the sound that goes from this place. 
I want to tell you and share with you and preach to you that it is the power of the sound. I believe and I am convinced. I preach this back home. I preach this wherever I am. That as a church we cannot lose the sound. We cannot lose the power of the Holy Ghost. That is moving in this place. Somebody shout hallelujah. It is the sound that we read in Job. It talks about instruments and not only instruments. But it's talking the sounds of within a people. Within a people, there are distinct things that happen within sounds. Sounds are, are very valuable. Sounds can alert you. You can be driving down the street and all of a sudden you can hear the sound of an ambulance. That specific sound right there allows you to know that somebody is in desperate need and perhaps in help. What is it that triggers that? It is because the sound of what you hear. You can hear the sound of a fire engine coming down the street perhaps behind you. may not even see it or know where it's at, but you can hear the sound of it. That sound of it alerts you and it brings a caution and awareness that perhaps danger or a fire has broke out. But help is on the way. It could be a very simple sound like perhaps your alarm clock that goes off. When you hear that sound, if you're working and that sound goes off, sometimes it's a dreadful sound. Sometimes when I hear that sound during the day, I don't like to hear that sound. But when you're on vacation and all of a sudden that alarm goes off and you're getting ready to have a free day all to yourself, it brings a different feeling all because of that sound that goes off in the morning time. So therefore, it is a sound that alerts you of cautions. It alerts you and it brings awareness of what may be happening. Anything that has a sound and one of the, the benefits or the power things of a sound is that oftentimes a sound has power behind it. Whenever you hear a sound of something, there is often the reason the sound is because there is a power, there is a force behind it. Things that do are not powerful or do not have a force behind it don't make a noise. They don't have no sound. But things that are powerful, things that are great, and things that are mighty have a great sound. That's what I preach to you today, that the church is mighty and the church is great and the church is mighty and strong in the Lord. Therefore, we've got a sound. We are not a silent people. We are not a quiet people. But we are a people that know how to shout. We are people that know how to praise. And they may ask us, why do you make so much noise? Why do you make so much commotion? But we tell them, if you have what I have, you would do what I do. If you don't have what I have, I don't blame you for not saying nothing. I don't blame you for not doing nothing. But when you got what I got, you do what I do. And when I come in, I throw up my hand. I raise my voice and I give God praise because it's not me, but it's the fire of the... 
It's the fire of the Holy Ghost moving inside of me. Who am I preaching to that has a fire inside of your soul? You can't sit still. You can't be quiet because when it's got a hold of you, you gotta jump around. You gotta shake because something got a hold of you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Come on and shout hallelujah. That's why I'm a firm believer. You ought to feel what I feel. And I ought to feel what you feel. Because we're made of the same spirit. And that is the same spirit of God. So when I shout, I expect you to shout. And when you shout, I'm going to shout with you. And when you dance, I'm going to dance with you. Why? Because we're one spirit. We're one body. We're one people. And we feel the same thing. Tell your neighbor, I feel the Holy Ghost moving. Tell him I feel the Holy Ghost moving. And that is the power of the sound. And the sound is a powerful force behind it. If you may know it, being on those airboats here in Florida, we sat in one the other day. Oh, it was fun. I had a good time. I thought the boat was going to flip over for a little bit. But it was good. But on that thing, you're on there, and you see the size of it. You see the weight of what it's carrying, the big old fan blade that's behind it. And it's going about 65 miles an hour up down the waters. But the thing that stands out is the sound of that, that engine, that power that's behind it. As it's turning and turning, you can feel it. It's so loud that it, you have to put those earmuffs on your ears because it gets so loud. I, I don't know about you, but sometimes I got to get loud in the Holy Ghost. I got to get so loud to hell got to put on their earmuffs. I tell you, Rock Church, you got to get that loud, so loud, till the devil wants to mess his world up and say, what's going on? You'll tell him there's revival moving in the house. There's revival moving inside of my soul. Somebody shout hallelujah. And that power behind it. Because things that don't have power don't make a noise. But it is the power of something. And when anything that has power, it requires a great sound. It requires a great noise. You can take anything, a military jet, a passenger jet plane. And that thing is so powerful that it has a sound that comes from it. It can be 35,000 feet in the air and you can still hear the sound of something. And this is what is concerning us in the power of the church. And so when we read the scripture and Joel chapter 2 talks about it. And he talks about when the priest would get together and assemble. They would assemble together at a time of prayer and fasting and consecration. 
and they would know that this would be the time because they would hear the sound of the trumpet. And when they heard the sound of the trumpet, the Bible said it would alert them that it is now time to seek the Lord. And when they heard the sound of that trumpet, they knew it was time to consecrate themselves before God. And I don't know about you, but it seems from the balcony of heaven, we can hear a horn that is being played, that is telling the church, it's time to consecrate yourself. It's time that the coming of the Lord is near. I'm coming back. I'm right around the corner. Everywhere you look, everything you hear, it's a sound that the Lord is on his way. Somebody shout hallelujah. Therefore, that horn that they would play, Joel said that when they hear it, they would consecrate. It was that sound that would bring them to that place. There are certain sounds, I believe, that are so powerful that we cannot fail to, to have or, or lose them in this moment and in this hour. And one of the sounds that is so powerful is the sound of prayer. Oh, I'm glad you I'm glad you clapped your hands like that. See, you can tell when you're in a praying church because when you pray, you're sensitive to the move of the Holy Ghost. When you pray, it don't take a whole lot. All you gotta hear is God is good. God is great. And God is greatly to be praised. And when you hear that, you got to stand and throw up your hand. Why? Because there's a sensitivity to the move of God in your soul. And there is nothing like the sound of prayer. I enjoy and I tell the church at home, I know how good of a service we're going to have by how many people are praying before service. I know that sometimes I might not even be able to preach because there's many people praying. And by the time service gets going, you can't even say a word because a move of the Holy Ghost has taken over and God has saturated this place. That's the kind of sound that shakes the gates of hell. If there's anything he's scared of, he's scared of a church that knows how to pray. He's not scared of your shout he's not scared of your dance but he's scared of your prayer he's scared of when you get on your knees and you cry out to God and pray That is the sound that shakes the foundations of hell. And I'm believing in this last day we got to pray like we never prayed before. Because if you don't pray, you don't got no power. But if you pray, you got power over the powers of the enemy. You got powers over the power of hell. But it comes through prayer. Somebody shout prayer. Somebody shout prayer. That is the most important sound that we can have. Is the sound of a multitude of people praying. I'm telling you, I know what I'm talking about. I remember when I wasn't saved and I would hear and walk by my dad's room or my mom's room and I could hear them travailing in prayer. 
I wasn't saved, but just hearing that sound, it did something to me. It began to break my soul and my heart. I'm preaching to a parent right now. You better not forsake prayer. When you're in your house, you better pray and anoint your door. Anoint your children's shoes. Anoint their pillow. Lay hands and pray. Because the enemy is scared of people that know how to pray. The enemy is scared of people that know how to touch the hem of his garment. Somebody shout hallelujah. When I would hear that prayer. It would shake my soul as I walked by. I knew it would convict me that I wasn't living right. It would move in me I wasn't doing right. All because I heard the sound of somebody praying. I'm preaching to somebody right now. You got to go back into that prayer closet. Get back on your knees. You got to get the power of God from on high. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And over and over again, the Bible talks about sounds. And we cannot get away from the sounds of power. In the very book in the beginning, it talked about God as he would move. And the voice of God. It was as though Adam would hear the sound. He would hear the sound in the voice of God. As it would move through that garden. And that very sound would do something inside of his very soul. And then the Bible records in Chronicles. And said that David heard a sound. And he went before God. And said, Lord... I'm getting ready to go and fight. And what shall I do? And the Lord told him, don't go nowhere until you hear the sound that is coming on tops of the trees. And when you hear that sound, then David, go into battle because you hear a sound that tells you I'm with you. And then the Bible says that Elijah said, I prayed for rain in the middle of a drought and he said before I seen a raindrop the Bible said Elijah he heard the sound of an abundance of rain he heard he didn't see it he didn't feel it but he heard the sound of rain can I tell you in the Holy Ghost, I hear a sound of rain that's getting ready to come inside Rock Church. Can you hear it? Can you hear it? There's a rain coming. There's a wind blowing. It's going to saturate this house. It's going to fill this house. If you want it, lift up your voice and shout. Out. There's a rain coming. There's a rain coming. It's coming from the east. It's coming from the west. It's coming from the north. It's coming from the south. Rock Church, get ready. The rain is here. The rain is pouring. The rain is coming down. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout send the rain, Lord. Shout send the rain, Lord. And then Ezekiel said, he asked, can these bones live? And when he asked that, 
the Bible said that he said Lord thou knowest and the Bible the Lord spoke and said speak to those bones and I want you to know what happened the bones heard the sound of his voice and when they heard the sound of his voice the bones started jumping together and connecting together how did it happen because they heard the sound of his voice and I come to tell somebody it's time you open up your mouth and let the devil hear the sound the sound of your voice let him hear what you gotta say let him hear your shout let him hear your praise let him hear your stomp let him hear your victory open up your mouth and declare what it ought to be let hell know Somebody shout hallelujah. Sometimes I don't get people. Before God saves us, we're the most biggest mouth people on the face of the earth. Maybe, maybe not just you, but maybe it was just me. But I didn't let nobody tell me nothing. Matter of fact, I was so bad, I didn't even like the way some people would look at me. Forgive me, I'm saved now. I got the Holy Ghost now. <laughs> But there was a day I didn't like it. You might have, you know, you, I know you don't have no, no angel's wings on you. You can look like you do, but I know you don't. But I remember people would say something to us. Those of us that know where God has brought us from. And we would stand up and say something right back. We didn't like nobody talking us to a certain way. It rubbed us wrong. So we would stand up and say, who are you talking to like that? We're ready to get in their face. But I don't understand it. We get saved and the devil talks to you all the time. And you don't say nothing. You just stand there and do nothing. You don't say a word but I come to tell you the devil is a liar open up your mouth and start to say something open up your mouth and declare open up your mouth and release it open up your mouth and send down the blessing how dare you close your mouth open up your Open up your mouth and talk back to the devil. Tell him in the name of Jesus, get your hands off my family. Get your hands off my mind. Get your hands off my body. Get your hands off my children. Get your hands off my house. Get your hands out of my job. Get out, get out, get out. Somebody, you got to open up your mouth and shout, get out, get out, get out. Talk back to the devil. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Arise. Arise in the power of God. Arise in his anointing and speak life. Speak life. Somebody shout, speak life. Say it again, shout speak life. Oh, open up your mouth and say something, man. Push your neighbor and tell him, open up your mouth and say something. See, he's not scared of you. He's scared of the spirit of God inside of you. That's why you got to open up your mouth and say it. Open up your mouth and declare it. Open up your mouth and loosen it. 
don't just keep your mouth shut but open up your mouth and declare 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 the blessings of the Lord upon your life hey somebody shout hallelujah shout hallelujah you gotta make a sound push your neighbor and tell him you gotta make a sound once in a while don't let the devil just tell you whatever he wants you gotta speak because when you open up your mouth and speak, things begin to connect together. Things begin to move together. But if you don't say nothing, nothing's gonna happen. But if you open up your mouth, I tell you to open up your mouth. I tell you to open up your mouth. I tell you to open up your mouth. And when you open up your mouth, something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Something's gonna happen. Hey, somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And then the Bible said in, in 2 Kings with Elisha, he said the Syrian army is coming against me. But the Lord said, don't worry about it. I'm getting ready to fight for you. And all of a sudden, the Syrian army, they heard the sound. Somebody shout sound. They heard the sound of great chariots. They didn't see nothing. They didn't feel nothing. But they heard a sound. It was the sound of the chariots and horses of the Lord. And when they heard that sound, they took off running. That's what I'm preaching to somebody. When the devil hears a sound, he's gonna take off running because there's a sound. There is a sound coming from you. Somebody shout hallelujah. And then Jehoshaphat said, Lord, I'm gonna fight. And the Lord told him, Jehoshaphat, the battle is not yours, but the battle is mine. You ain't got to raise a sword. You ain't got to raise a shield. All you gotta do is make a sound. And when you make a sound, I'm gonna go down and fight for you. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but the battle you're in, you ain't gotta fight it. All you gotta do is make a noise and the Lord's gonna go fight for you. The Lord's gonna go do it for you. You gotta make a sound. Somebody shout hallelujah. And that sound confused the enemy. And the Bible said they began to kill each other because of the sound that confused them. It caused chaos in their kingdom. And I'm here to tell you the greatest thing you can do to defeat your adversary is to make a sound before God in the middle of your trial. Because when you're down and out, hell don't expect you to say nothing. When you're down and out, they don't expect you to do nothing. They expect you to sit there like a mummy. They expect you to be there like a statue, not say a word. 
because they know we got his number. We're winning the battle. We're going to take over. It's just a matter of time. But when they see somebody that is going through hell in high water, but they still got their hands raised, their mouth is open, the devil gets confused. He says, what's going on? I thought I had them. I thought they were going to die. I had them right where I wanted them. But look what the Lord has done. The Lord brought them out. The Lord made a way. He's going to do it for you. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I come to confuse the devil today. You think I should have my head down, but I got my head up. I got my hands up. And I got a praise in my soul. Is there anybody here that wants to confuse the devil? Anybody here that wants to confuse the devil? I'm saying you hit me with your best shot, but I'm still here. I'm still here. Shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And the Bible says about the walls of Jericho that as they marched around, as they marched around seven times and then seven times on the seventh day, as they marched around, the one thing that happened, it wasn't their weapons, it wasn't chariots, it wasn't their horses, but what brought the walls down was a shout of glory, was a shout of praise. And when they shouted, the walls came down. When they shouted, the walls come down. Now I know some of you, you may not believe it. You may say it's just noise. It's just foolishness. It's just craziness. You can think that way if you want to. But I believe there's people here that say there's power when I shout. When I shout. When I shout, my walls come down. When I shout, my blessing comes down. When I shout, deliverance. When I shout, blessings come down. When I shout, something happens. When I shout, I wonder, can we give God a shout? Give God a shout of praise. Give God a shout of praise. This is the sound. The sound of victory. And then the Bible says about John the Baptist. That when John the Baptist came, they heard a sound coming from the wilderness. It was the sound of somebody that's saying, there's coming someone after me who is greater than I am. How did they know? They knew because the sound that was coming from John the Baptist. And I believe that when Jesus came, the Bible says that at the sound of his name, at the mention of his name, that the devils begin to tremble. The 
devils begin to shake because they know there's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. Somebody shout that name. Somebody shout that name. Somebody shout that name. But then the sound became greater because now there came a sound that was like no other sound. And we find it in Acts chapter 2 when the Bible says suddenly suddenly there came a sound a sound as of a mighty rushing wind and it filled the house where they were sitting I come to tell you when the church started it started with a sound it started with a shout it started with a dance it started with the praise Look at your neighbor and tell them that's how it started. That's why don't criticize us for getting loud and crazy. This is how it all began. Just like this. Just like this. With foot stomping, hand clapping, aisle running, devil chasing. That's how the church started. We are in the same church today. We are still the apostolic. Somebody shout hallelujah. And so the Bible says that that sound must remain within the church. Out of all the sounds in the Bible, the move of the Holy Ghost, the sound of the church is the greatest sound that we can have. But let me tell you something. We are living in a time how we worship is criticized. I know, maybe not in Florida, but in California. Oh, yes, it is. They don't like our shouting. They don't like our dance. They don't like the way we worship. To them, it's foolishness. But Paul said, to them, it's foolishness. But to us, it's the power of God. To us, it's the greatness of God. And I'm telling you right now, we are in a war with the powers of the enemy, with the kingdom of the world. They want to sit us down. They want to make us quiet. But is there somebody here that can say, I rip? Somebody shout hallelujah. And so the enemy is working overtime. He is working overtime to stop the noise of the church. He wants to make our services look like we're in a library. So quiet, you can hear a pin drop. Not only that, but he wants to make it to like it's a museum. In other words, it's a place of history where we talk how God used to move. How God used to fill with the Holy Ghost. And we say things like, do you remember when this happened? And do you remember when we used to walk out drunk? Let me tell you something. That's the lie of the devil. That's what he wants to do to the church. 
He wants to make us sanctified. He wants to make us dignified. He wants to make us quiet. He wants to make us still. But we come to tell the powers of hell. You picked the wrong people. You picked the wrong people. You picked the wrong people. We're not gonna be quiet. We're not gonna be still. But we're gonna make us shout. I said we're gonna make a sound unto God like we never made a sound before. Somebody shout hallelujah. And this is the greatest sound that we have. It's the sound of the church. He wants to quiet us down. He wants to sit us still. But I come to preach to you today that says despite what may happen, you better not close your mouth. You better raise up your mouth. You better raise up your voice and give God a shout. Give God the sound of praise. Come on, just for one minute. Can you give up a noise unto God? Lift up a noise. Push your neighbor and tell him, I refuse to be quiet. I refuse just to be still. I believe in the power of what I do. That when I make a sound of glory, just like the day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost is going to move in this house. And this is what we're going to do. At the count of three, I want them to get ready to shout with me. Where's all my shouting people at? Now, I know some of you are kind of cool and calm, you know. You know, some believe it don't take all that. Man, that preacher sweats a lot. It don't take all that sweating. You know, it don't take all of that. But I believe that when we make a noise, something happens. I believe in prophetic praise. Let me tell you something about this last shout right here. And I'm preaching as a body of Christ. I believe this next shout and this next demonstration of noise is going to go out those doors down the streets of Fort Myers. Go to the north, the south, the east, and the west. It's not by power, it's not by might, but it's by His Spirit. At the count of three, send up a noise that will send God's power. Are you ready? One, two, three, shout. Your walls are gonna come down right now. Your walls are coming down right now. Your walls are coming down right now. Your blessings coming down right now. Your anointings coming down right now.
Is anybody here that needs the Holy Ghost or you want a refilling of the anointing of the power of the Holy Ghost? Come up here in the middle really quick. Hurry. You got to do it quick. Let me tell you something. I was preaching at a camp one time and all the young people were coming up. There was a particular girl that came up. And when she came up, she was very cold and very firm and very, very stone-faced. And I began to pray, but you can tell there was a resistance in her. She didn't want to open up her mouth or raise her hands. There was a resistance to the move of God. But I knew God wanted to touch her. So I began to tell her, listen, I don't know what you're going through. But I know one thing. If you open up your mouth and you let God begin to move upon you by the noise and the sound of your cry, God's going to do something to you. And as soon as I told her that, she opened up her mouth and raised up her hand. Tears started coming down her face. And in a matter of a minute, she started speaking in tongues. God filled her with the Holy Ghost. And what I'm telling you right now is God can do it right now. But you got to do it. You got to open up your mouth. You got to make a noise unto God. Raise up your hand. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Chains are loose, we break through. Send Send it on down, God. Send down your anointing. Send down your power. Send down your power. Send down your power. anointing right now send down fresh power right now be loose right now be filled right now send up a noise in the holy ghost in the name of jesus in the name of jesus let it be done right now This is the sound of the church. This is the sound of the church. 